0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Into the Fogcast Podcast. So this week we're going to be talking about Michael Myers. So for anybody that didn't know, Michael Myers is from a horror franchise that started back in the year that I was born, 1978. And this kicked off a series of great films. And for anybody that's come into this game and never watched the movies, I would suggest starting from the beginning. So with that being said, Myers in DVD, in my opinion isn't as strong as other killers and I think the problem comes down to the license that BHVR hold. So let's start off by saying that Michael Myers despite being a very slow killer isn't someone that really fits my playstyle very well and I do play him on occasion but I only play him for fun and I don't really take the game too seriously. Since he has a lack of stalking he can drain someone way too quick And this makes his power very undervalued. Once he gets out of tier 1 and he has a terror radius, he then gets faster. I don't know why he's not faster by default, but nonetheless, getting him out of tier 1 is a must in my opinion. So once in tier 2, that's where the fun really starts. So get stalking to 99 and hold it until you get into a chase. Once you find somebody... You can pop your tier 3 and you'll become very hard to deal with. Vaulting windows quicker and insta in survivors makes it very fun. You're more than likely going to get the down if you're close enough to a survivor. And maybe if someone, is, someone else is close, you'll get a 2 for 1 special. Just remember that you need to make the most of your power. So don't just pop it when you don't think you're going to get the down. So let's talk about his perks that I really think complement him. Superior Anatomy is very strong if you pair that with Fire Up. Stave the best for last, Bamboozle, and Play With Your Food are also very good perks. But this doesn't really give you any gen slowdown. So I would suggest Corrupt Intervention. It's still a pretty decent perk despite the changes and can still help you from stopping the gens from flying early on. Eruption is a perk I think is becoming very popular and could work very well in Myers. All in all, I don't really have much experience here, but they're some of the perks that I would run. So since I do play a lot of fun builds, I love to play Scratch Mirror Myers and scare the survivors half to death. I get such a smile doing it and the reactions afterwards cheer me up. Perks I would use here are Corrupt, Bamboozle, play with your food, and one other random perk, since all you need is speed perks anyway, because you can't get out of tier 1. Aura reading perks aren't going to benefit you here, since you have Scratch Mirror anyway, and it allows you to see through walls. And don't forget to pair it with Boyfriend's Memo to give you that extra lunge attack. So, with the add-ons, this largely depends on the build that you're running. Tuft of hair is extremely good if you want permanent tier 3 but that means you have to spend the time stalking and to help you out with that, Jay Myers Memorial which increases the time to stalk. Other good perks are hairbow or hairbrush and that increases the time in tier 3. Tombstone piece if you just want to straight up kill them, within t- even within 3 and even Dead Rabbit that reduces your tier 2 terror radius and increases it in tier 3. Overall, Myers has many good add-ons, and boy does he need them. The lack of mobility and basically being an M1 killer till he levels up puts him below par in my opinion. So what about you Toph, what are you running these days? Going into a game as Myers can be an absolute
1: roller coaster. I feel at the mercy of the RNG gods because I know there are some maps that are just a pain when playing as Myers. Corn, for example, is a hassle for me, as not only do I get corn blind from time to time, but it can be difficult trying to stalk through it when you need to 99 your power, or even just build your power up initially. And either of the Mother's Dwellings maps are an ordeal because of the sheer size of them, and your lack of mobility to patrol them from gen to gen and when I see a map offering for certain maps, I know the match is probably already lost before it's even begun, and all I can do is try my best to get what points I can. That being said, The Shape is still a very fun killer to play whether you're a fan of the Halloween series or just an M1 killer fan in general. I myself am a big slasher movie fan when I first started getting into the killer role. Myers and Ghostface were the first two I played more so than any other killer. Some of my best memories of playing Killer are from my Myers games, as it's how I met my current girlfriend by farming Evil Within off of her while she was cowering in a corner because she's deathly afraid of the whole character, and then killing her. If that's not a How I Met Your Mother story, then I don't know what is. But personal sentiments aside, when I do decide to lock in as Myers and have a game, my usual go-to add-ons are almost always the Hair add-on and the J Myers Memorial. Both of them are green rarity. The Hairbow add-on adds um, 30 seconds of extra time to your tier 3 evil within power, making it last 1 minute 30 seconds, but it increases the amount of evil um, evil required to reach evil within 3, for the first time by 50%. Now remember, that's only for the first time you hit tier 3. That means each subsequent tier up will only take the required amount of stalking, but you'll still benefit from the extra 30 seconds of tier 3 every time. So that extra 50% for the first one is easily made up as long as you can tear up again and again from the other survivors which is going to be made even easier with the Mars memorial add-on which increases your stalking by 25% so that stalking for the first tear up isn't too bad with both the hairbow and the mem- and the memorial add-on together. My perks of choice are definitely 100% without a doubt corrupt intervention. I use that in almost all of my Myers games. It did get a nerf in a fairly in that fairly recent update rework, so it stops working when a survivor gets downed, but there's still a few killers who can benefit from the full duration to set up their powers, and Myers is definitely one of them. Seeing what gens are your corrupt ones can help with knowing where the survivors have spawned as well, so you can you can go there and you can get a fast stalk and keep stalking for the whole duration of corrupt. Maybe even spread some pressure by injuring a couple of them too. Another favorite of mine, it would be bamboozle. It just really helps with chases, and in tier three, you can already vault faster. And with bamboozle, you're already as fast as a survivor's medium vault. I think. Bamboozle can also be paired with the new perk, superior anatomy, from Wesker. So when a survivor performs a rushed vault within eight meters of your next vault, it's also you know your next vault is going to be even faster. Fire up is a very underrated perk, in my opinion. As in most cases, if the game has gone on long enough to lose all the gems to notice any fire-up value, then it's almost over, and it can be a hard time trying to come back from that if you're already not in control. That being said, with all the setup time needed to tear up, especially if you're using infinite tier 3 add-ons, fire-up can be a very useful perk to have with these as well, as it passively synergizes with bamboozle, with superior anatomy volt speeds gen and pallet kicking, wall breaking, picking survivors up and dropping them so there's plenty of other quality of life improvements with it. Other perks I like to take would be Jolt, seeing seeing as he's he's an M1 killer and he gets a decent amount of value, and Monitor and Abuse so my terror radius is smaller, because your tier 2 terror radius is only half that of a normal 32 meter radius as well. I'm sure there are other perks that are worth using and have a good amount of value but these are the ones I tend to stick with the most. So, playing against Amai shouldn't really be harder than playing against any other M1 killers. He might get a jump on you from the start if you're not paying attention while you're sitting on a gen holding M1, but from that point on, you'll know to pay a bit more attention to your surroundings. Pallets are your safest bets, but they're a finite resource in the trial, so try not to outright waste the good ones, and windows can be safe enough while you're being chased while he's still in tier 2 of his power. Once he's in tier three, he can vault them faster.
0: And if he's using bamboozle, then he'll just catch up to you even quicker. So, since you don't really see many Myers plays these days, it's more of the same when it comes around to looping these M1 killers. The use of jungle gyms and pallets can really cause Myers to struggle. Maybe not when he's in tier three at Windows, but not being strong really doesn't do him very well. The main thing here. About Myers is you really need to restrict his stock. Don't just sit on a gen if he's watching you. You're just feeding him. My suggestion is go and do another gen. And if he kicks that gen, it's not a major issue, providing he doesn't have any general regression like pop goes a weasel or even call a brine or even overcharge. It's not likely to go down that much, and a quick tap once he's gone will stop it from regressing. And then you can either carry on with the gen or just move on. Another thing here is you don't know if Myers is either tearing up or is sitting at tier two ninety nine waiting to get close to pop his tier. Pallets are always a safe bet if you want somewhere safe to go. So one thing to note here: always assume that Michael is using Tombstone. Watch his patterns and learn what add ons he's using. Does he tear up afterwards? Does he take long to get out of tier one and two? It's always good to be on the side of caution and it's a matter of life and death. So tread carefully. Most of the time, I really like to play stealth killers at their own game, stalk them and find out their patterns, do gens around them. Urban evasion is good for that. Being able to sneak around and hide if needed. Other perks worth a shout, alert. Diversion, premonition, or even spine chill. Even though it's been nerfed to the ground, thanks behavior. Anything that can notify you when the killer is near or watching you. Exhaustion perks are good for when you get into a chase. Using that short burst of speed can really get you out of a pickle. And the last thing you want to do is get down because you weren't able to get away. And like I said, Michael overall is just a basic M1 killer. And doesn't really have much to his game. So, like I said, don't give him any stalk or at least restrict it as much as possible. And just try and hide as much as you can. That's all you can really do. So what about you, ToF? What's your opinions? I try and keep it so there's very little
1: line of sight between Myers and myself. So he can't stalk me as quickly, whether it be diving behind a tree or a large rock. Or crouching behind a wall with distance already between us if he's close to you though i wouldn't recommend doing that because if he's close enough if he's close to you though i wouldn't recommend doing that and just running to cover to make distance instead because he'll just walk up to that wall for an easy hit or be able to close distance quicker and stalk you even more once that tier 3 pops things get a little bit more spicy as you're now one-shotable so you have to play a bit more safely Hopefully by now you've either seen he has bamboozled or not, or a teammate in your swift has already called it out so you'll know whether or not he's going to take advantage of a window that you're looping near. Other than relying on the odd 50-50 mind game, pallets are the only other friends you have here. Just try and play as safely as you can, and survive as much of his tier 3 as you can, and hope your survivor friends pump out those gems during these moments. If he's taken a long time to tear up, then you have to take consideration of either the tombstone piece or Judith's tombstone being in play, in which case he will straight up kill someone outright, regardless of hook stages. If you suspect this is the case, then there are a few things you can do to prevent being killed off and take a a hook stage instead. These are jump into a locker to get grabbed out instead, sit on a gen uh, to get grabbed or lunged at, or work on a totem or open a chest... um, to get lunged at or grabbed off instead as well. You'll either get hooked or left to bleed out on the floor, in which case a survivor can come by and pick you up. A lot of the game is just down to figuring out the perks he has, figuring out the add-ons he has. Once you've got those nailed down, you can play around those and try and be as safe as you possibly can. In my own personal experience, your biggest enemy though is going to be your own teammates. They're either oblivious to the Maya staring at them and feeding him, or memeing with the Myers while he giggles to himself sucking the evil out of them before he moves on to some other poor, unsuspecting survivor in the trial. You know which ones you are, friends. So yeah, just play as you would normally, but a lot more safely when he's in Tier 3. Play, Pay close attention to your surroundings, try and get early distance when he's in Tier 3 and he's approaching you, and try your best to sort of discern what perks and add-ons he's using as the trial goes on.
0: So there you have it. That's our opinions. Now, let's get into the interview. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Into the Fogcast podcast. Today, we have another guest. This is a very special guest. So please, guest, tell us who you are and who you main.
2: My name is Fahala or Fachala. Um, my killer main in Dead by Daylight is The Shape aka Michael Myers.
0: So The Shape is one of the if I'm correct, one of the first licensed killers on the roster. And he is very well known in the community. So what made you play this killer?
2: What makes me um, maining this killer? Because I'm a big John Carpenter fan since I'm uh, a kid. And Halloween was my first horror movie I watched when I was a child. And since then, I'm a big big halloween fan so that is why i main him and he is he's he's also fun to play so
1: Okay. well, thank you for agreeing to do the interview. It's great to have you here, Fushala. So let's start with your build. So there's many kinds of builds out there from the most efficient builds, fun builds, and builds that people like to run on a regular basis. So let's talk about your build. What works for you, and why do you run it?
2: Well, you can combo a lot with Mika's based on perks and add-ons, but you can't do with other killers. One of my favorite fun builds is Monitor and Views um, with that uh, Rabbit add-on, of course, the Tiny Terror Radios. Effective builds are more the gen pressure stuff, example Deadman Switch, Pain, um, Surge, um, Resonance combo, I'm more fan of um, from Jolt and Save the Best for Last, but it's very good on M1 killers in the combo with Eruption, Call of Prine, very good pressure, um, but you need to um, kick the gen, not cost a little bit time. Uh, you can change some per- of the perks with uh, Jolt, um, Safety Vesolars, Eruption, Call of Prime, Brutal, Strength, um, Fire Up. Um, play with you to food when you want a Speedy Michael. Um, Mikey is in, in general very slow with movement, um, but warding faster with windows. Um, a funny build is Infinity T3, to, um, Tough Fair, Memory for Stalking, 25% faster. Um, perks, Bamboozle, Superior Anatomy, the new Westcap perk, um, Fire Up, um, Play With Your Food. The Windows, um, Windows World speed is insane, and you can catch up, uh, survivors quickly, of course, also deepens on the map, uh, with a lot of, uh, lots of Windows.
0: There are currently 100 killer perks in the game, but this includes licensed killers too. So let's focus on the free perks where people might not have the licensed killers. Do you have any other builds where people might not want to spend any money that are easily accessible?
2: Fearmonger. Fearmonger and Jolt. Jolt is very good um, for M1 killers. Fearmonger is good against sprint burst. Like how I said, Mikey is very slow. And it gives you a little bit boost that you can running after survivors because they are uh, exhausted. And Iron Cross is actually also a very good perk. No Ed, so no one escapes that, is only a perk what I would use on Scratch Michael because he can't bloodlusting and he can't tearing up. And it's not only about the insta-down, it's also because you have 4% more speed because of the perk.
1: So there's occasions where even those who have the most play-to-win kind of mentality want to have a game with a less-than-optimal build, whether it be to give themselves an intentional disadvantage, or even to have some fun with the survivors with a gimmicky meme build. Would you mind sharing with us any such meme or gimmicky builds that you use for fun?
2: Um, Meme builds, Vanity Mirror and Scratch Mirror, Michael. That are very mean builds because you can spook survivors because you see them to the walls. So you have a little wall hack and that is very fun. Even it's not always working high MMR, but I love that are very fun builds because the reactions you have from survivors, you, they get spooked because you have in Scratch Mirror no terror radios and you're coming out of nowhere and they are so spooked and that is one of my favorite meme builds from him and I would always play it.
0: So add-ons are such an important part of anyone's gameplay and can completely change the way the game is played. So I would imagine there are some good add-ons that are worth using and some that are not. So can you tell us which ones you would recommend and which ones you would avoid?
2: Tombstone Peace is one of Maya Strong's add-on. You can kill one survivor without hooking them. Tuft of hair so infinity tier 3 without going back to um, tier 2. Hellbow is very strong and a very underrated add-on. Um, mirror shards with evil tier 2 stock for wall is very good with lethal as combo. Uh, Vanity Scratch Mirror Michael are the most meme, but you need to combo them correctly. So Vanity Mirror with Dead Rabbit, Scratch Mirror with um Boyfriend's Memo. um Addons I would avoid is all the speeds, um, weird stalking. Lock of hair is a very bad addon. Judas Tombstone is strong, but you are 9% slower in tier 3. Um, to need to combo that with, uh, tuft of hair. Also for an achievement. You can insta-kill survivors and not going back to tier 2.
1: So when you're going into a match, you have to assess your strategy based on the perks, your add-ons, the map you've loaded into, and the survivors that you are likely to face. Because let's face it, even though survivors like to bring in the same perks all the time, they do all play slightly different from one another. Um, so we'll talk about your playstyle. Uh, do you opt to change your playstyle based on how the survivors play, or do you just have some kind of one-trick routine or strategy that you like to stick to?
2: Mm. Bigger maps are very a problem for Mikey, like Red Forest, so Mother's dwelling, and a lots with walls, because you need you need you need space and a view for finding the survivors quickly to going out of tier one, um, because you have decreased uh, movement speed and a decreased lunge, and it's very important to have an open view and. Um, Myers don't have a lot of good maps sadly. Midwich is a good one is a one of the smallest map, dead dog but yeah the most maps are very badly for him because you don't have the view to find the survivor's quickly. you can push that of course with um, lethal but that's that's just my opinion that the most maps are really not good for him because they are
0: the way too big. It is very important before going into a match that you get the right perks and add-ons, but that's only half the job. There's always the map to deal with too. So let's talk about your strategy. When loading into a trial, does the map determine how you play? And what are your preferred maps when working out your strategy?
2: I analyze first uh, the survivors in the lobby about what they carry, toolboxes, medkits, um, um When I loot, uh, load into a game, I need to look about the map um, that I find the survivors quickly. It's very important. Um, going out of tier one with Myers because he's slow down, uh, the tiny lunch. Um, the most time I try to mind game in the games because Myers is not for chase. He is the way too slow for that. Otherwise, you use him play with your food for speed. Um, brutal because the pellets, but the most survivors pre-drop when you are on tier three. Um, the most time I 99 uh, did the tier two um, because there are a couple survivors who healing 99 and you can surprise them with the tier uh, tier three or when mm, teammates trying to take a hit. And what's actually very funny when you have a tombstone and they're body blocking you and you are instant hit, um, insta, insta killed and they are just, yeah, surprised. Like, what has happened? I didn't got a hook and I'm instantly dead. That's, that's very funny and can be a very good karma, um, against cocky survivors, um, too. Bigger maps, for like example, uh, Red Forest or Area of course doesn't work good for uh, Myers since he's slow with movement. Um, plus, you need to find the survivors very quickly. You can push that a little bit with Lethal. Um, smaller maps are the way better for him. Macmillan and Outer Haven are actually not the worst maps for Michael. Um, my experience with maps so far, uh, I can work with indoor maps better, like Midwich and Larry's. Um, Hagen was a very good map too, but um, Behaviour, remove it. Um, outdoor maps, I would say Dead Dog um, is not a bad map for Myers. Um, simple and small, still walls for hiding, an open view for stalking. Um, the new wind is a very, very, very problem for Mikey um, because you can stalk to the corn.
0: X totems can be a big problem for both killers and survivors but with the perk shattered hope killers can now destroy the totem and this is a big deal but it means using a perk slot where i believe it should be base kit with a choice of snuffing or breaking it so let's talk about totem spawns do you think they're in a good place or do you think more improvements are needed
2: the most time i don't care about the boons because Healing, let us survive. Healing, when you have Slobby, you can slow that down a little bit. The only thing is um, shadow step. As an example, scratch mirror, Michael, vanity mirror, Michael. You looking to the wards, and when shadow step is up, you have no aura reading to the wards, what is a big problem. But I never would change a perk for shadowed hope because there are other perks who would more useful than shadowed hope. When behavior make it maybe as base kit. But that I think that will never happen. But that is my opinion about the Boons. So so far I don't I don't care about them.
1: So having played Myers a lot, you must have had some great matches, whether it's been against high profile players or certain competitive players, various um, content creators and teams to insane downs or just extraordinary clutch moments. Do you think you can share some of these moments with us?
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> like a couple games, very interesting, what I really love to enjoy when I get cocky survivors with beamers or they're trying to body block because they don't know Mikey is still a one hit. So the most time I 99 my tier two and when the survivors are body blocking or something like that, you can insta down them and the most... Thing is, when you're having a tombstone piece and they don't know it, you just can kill them instant, and that is that is the biggest clutch I always have in the games, or making survivors DCing because they healing 99 up, and I am 99 tear up, and they just healing up, and in that moment I also tearing up and. I think some survivors don't like that, but for me, it's very, very fun.
0: So with the amount of time that you've been playing Myers, you must have had some great advice that you can share with us. So what advice would you give to new players or even your past self?
2: Um, For survivors, um, I would give the tips, don't let you stalk from him because that is his power. So he, the most time of the match, of course, he is stalking for growing up the power. And when you see a Michael has a tombstone, tombstone piece, you can counter that when you're working on generators, when you're jumping into a locker, when you're opening a chest, when you are cleansing a totem. But a lot of people don't know it, how to counter it. As a Michael, it's hard to say because... I had to learn all for myself how to hit the tier 3 in, in the best time, how to mind game with survivors, because it also deepens on the survivors. Some survivors know how he works. That is why he isn't high MMR. Lower people, lower survivors uh, don't know how it works. So they're just trying to save each other when he's still in tier 3. What is a mistake? But a lots of people making, but that is that is the tips I would giving. Because you need you really need a lot of practice with him to understand how it how it powers works. But the tip is you need to stalk you really need to stalk out of Tier One because that is his power and that is very 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 important
1: so i would like to talk a little bit about the tiles and more specifically your favorite tile whether it be the jungle gym the lt walls the long walls or even the good old killer shack what is your favorite tile to play and why is it your favorite?
2: i don't like the lt walls the long walls can be good killer shack can be very good but also depends on the perks you have like Mikey's very, he needs add-ons, he needs add-ons and perks because he's weak. Actually, Shack is strong for survivors and for the killer, for him. When you have Bamboozle, as example, because you can block the window, you can mind gaming a little bit better. LT walls, I really don't like the LT walls because you have two windows the most time and it's very hard to mind game with the survivors. But the jungle gyms also very hard to mind game because michael is also not for chasing so he lose the most time in the chase because you are stalking and when you're stalking you can't bloodlusting and that is very hard for him so you need to mind game the survivors the most time on lt walls on long walls on the jungle gym and on the killer shacks. So
1: mmr is something that behavior have put in to help with a number of issues that players were having but In our opinion, it really hasn't gone as well as maybe they had hoped it would. Over time, it might have settled down a little bit, though. But um, would you tell us from your own experience your thoughts on MMR and how it has affected your games with Myers?
2: Sometimes I guess MMR is a mythic because the most time I get baby survivors sometimes i get very strong survivors but in my my opinion is when i get a strong survivor and i lose a game i lose the game it is what it is it keeps also my mmr lower always in my opinion and about the low mmr survivors i sometimes i feel bad because they're just starting the game and they get then a high mmr killer Even mikey is weak but you should never show mercy to people who are have a lower MMR because it's at last just a game. And the thing is, also, I guess every killer can be strong, even the weakest killer, when the player plays him correctly. Like not only Michael, let's say maybe Trevor. He's also not a very strong killer. But when a person play him very correctly, he can be very strong, even in high MMR.
0: So, Myers is a very well-known character coming from one of the biggest movie franchises out there. So, other than tearing up to tier 3, what makes him a powerhouse? There must be something that just makes him stand out.
2: Because you can combo a lot with him, like the Scratch Meal Michael with no terror radios, looking to the walls, then the dead rabbit monitor combo for the very tiny terror radios. He can be very, very sneaky. And I think that makes him very, very strong because Survivor don't think he can be that sneaky with with that add-ons and perks when they don't know the perks. But I think that makes him very, very strong because he can be that very, very sneaky.
1: So let's talk about Maya's stalking ability. It's really important that he gets his stalk off and tears up, especially at tier one. Unless you're running the scratched mirror add-on, but doing so without being seen can be very difficult. So, what are the best places to stalk from, and how do you remain hidden?
2: I think the best is when you have open maps. I would say auto haven is one who have um, not a lot of wards. Like when you're uh, standing on the hills that you can stalking, um but the most time, of course, the survivors see you in the distance. What I don't know. I think it's the because of the model from Michael because the model is very tall. Um, what is also very good, um, I would say, yeah, I would say open open maps when you have very less um, walls. When when you have some like Garden of, of Joy, you can sneak up from a few walls and and bushes. But I prefer to see the survivors first on the open. On Open space, open view, because you need to going out of tier one very quickly. And then later just to sneaking up for building the power uh, without the survivor's no- uh, notification that that is very, very important.
0: So you just touched up on the uh, combination of Dead Rabbit and Monitor and Abuse. So does the combination of Dead Rabbit add-on and Monitor and Abuse work well together? Or does it have a diminishing returns? Would you be better off using one alongside another, either add-on or perk?
2: Mm, the thing is, Monitor and Abuse and Dead Rabbit is strong. Um, let me explain it that way. Michael has a terror radius from 16 meters when he's in Tier 2. So the monitor and abuse reduces his terror radius to 8 meters, and with the dead rabbit it's on 6 meters. A lot of people don't know it, that the dead rabbit monitor combination exists, and you really have like a zero terror radius. What I combi with that is maybe sloppy to keep them more injured or save the best for last, but and abuse and dead rep is pretty strong for when you want playing a sneaky Mikey. That is very, very good.
1: So it may or may not have been mentioned already, but distance is a factor when you are stalking a survivor, right? Like the further away the survivor is, is it true that the uh, stalking takes longer?
2: Yet, yes, it does. When a survivor is far away, you get lesser stalk. So when you stalking, closer to the survivor you get more stalk from the survivor and i didn't know it before so i always was stalking in the distance until i was watching about my my stalk meter and i notification that i get lesser stalk when survivors are very far away from you and i crane more stalk when i'm closer to the survivor
0: so Michael Myers is a very slow killer to get going, and not very powerful until he hits tier 3, where he becomes a powerhouse by vaulting windows quicker and insta-downing survivors, or even killing them outright for fun. So how do you get the most value from being in tier 3?
2: The most time I try to get closer to the survivor, of course, that they not notification me, um, but it's very hard. The most time the survivors see you from the distance, so uh, I try to get the stalk as I can. Deepens when I'm on tier one, I need the stalk. Of course, I need it. Um, in tier two, I'm a little bit. I save the lots of dog because I learn about, from time to time that you need one or two tier trees for the end game, um, because. After a time, Survivor's turning red to you, and you can't stalk them anymore.
1: Okay, so with that being said, um, is it still super, super important to get as close to the Survivor as possible to stalk them effectively? Or is it not worth the risk? Because if they notice you and start running off, uh, you lose precious stalking seconds, and that makes you have to follow them around and try and stalk them like over loops and maybe round corners.
2: When you're getting Baby Survivors, they don't know how he works. Like, they're standing in the front of you and they don't know how Michael is working like. you stalking and stalking and stalking and that is one of the thing. When you have more experienced survivor, it's very hard about uh, stalking because the most uh, survivors is hiding. Infectious fright is very useful like when you're hitting in Tier, th- uh, in tier 3. You have the survivors around and some aura readings. I don't know now uh, the one from Wesker when you're carrying a survivor to see the auras uh, around you. is also very useful. Slugging is not always the best thing to do. But also it depends on the match when I have like one or two gens done. Um, the most time I proxy camp for getting stalk and survivors getting very greedy when they don't know about him. And when you have the better players, they know... Don't go for the save. He will uh, standing there and stalking for tearing up, and they're just leaving.
1: So Myers, since released, has had pretty much next to no love when it comes to um, like any quality of life improvements, buffs, nerfs, or um, and most people doing the killer leaderboards. They usually put him quite far down the list in like a D tier or an E tier. Um, what are your thoughts on these lists?
2: I don't care about the list because I play him as Halloween fan and because he's fun to play. He is sneaky, you can doing so much with him. And that is why I don't care about the tier list. Because everyone should play what they enjoy, even the weaker killers. When I want to be just a tournament and comp gamer, I will play nurse. And um I think that's that's boring when you just have the Love For a character and that is my opinion about the leaderboard just play what you enjoy as killer
0: so what do you see happening to myers in the future what changes do you think he needs to make him a more viable killer
2: um i would make it that he gets stock back from the survivors by time survives turning red and you can't get stock anymore for them i would change him that way that he grounds uh, he gets a stock back from the survivors but slower and when you have a tombstone piece, it doesn't affect that you get dog back because that would be too overpowered. And survivors so already hate uh, tombstone since random people, teammates feeding him and you get killed out of nowhere. That I would change on him. And actually, I would remove tier one because it makes him very, very, very weak. I mean, it's good for Scratchmill, Michael. And for being sneaky in in the first start, but you have this games you don't see any survivor and you can tearing up and that's a big problem. So that that are the changes I would give him.
0: So is there anything like is there anything else that you want to say that's not covered in any of these questions?
2: Actually, not. I think I explained the most things like how you counter uh, counter him as survivor and when you are playing him like how I said to counter tombstone the tips not to getting not let you getting stalk from him because the most time the survi- michael is in a match and he needs the stalk and that is that is all i think i say the most the most things
1: so everyone that hasn't got the achievement yet for even incarnate it's where you have to kill all survivors by your hand as Myers with the tombstone And um, a lot of people find that very hard to get, myself included. I'm still yet to get it because I get a bunch of survivors that just dive into lockers. Do you have any help that can help with um, getting that as easy as possible?
2: I would say after the rank reset. It's the same for adept. Just try it after the rank reset because you get first baby survivors and uh, some survivors don't know how tombstone is working so they when you have luck they not jumping into a locker or killing self uh, on the hook or working on a gen. so that is what i can give you as tip when you want to try it i got it uh, very early so i didn't have a problem with that so I was playing the game for two months when I got the achievement. So I think
1: I've um, heard someone ask this before, but when you have a tombstone or a tombstone piece, your hand is open, is it not? The left hand to grab the survivors by the neck? Is there another add-on or perk that makes it closed?
2: No, 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 no. When you have Judith's tombstone, the hand is open, but when you're using play with your food, he have a fist. So when... The, the Myers playing with infinity tombstone and he have he does have the play with your foot, he still have a fist. And he always have a fist when he using um, tombstone piece. So the hand is never opened by tombstone piece.
1: Ah, okay, that throws a lot of people off then because I've always seen um, a Mayas and ever since hearing about the hand being open, I've always kept an eye on their left hand every time they've tiered up to three, seeing in their first tier up.
2: Yeah, but how I said, when, when he has Infinity Tombstone and he use uh, Play With You Food, he still have a fist. He don't have um, the open hand.
1: Ah, nice. That will throw a lot of people off.
2: I know. It's very confusing. Um, I found it out later when I was playing with a friend in custom games because we wanted to tr- find it out. What is the move, uh, the mythic about? Is his hand, it's really open? Is Does he have a fist? And the notification... Would Play With Your Food, he have a fist with Judas Tombstone and with the Tombstone piece, he have always a fist.
0: Well, thank you very much for the interview. We really do appreciate it.
2: You are very welcome. Glad I could um, take that.
1: Yeah, thank you very much for coming on the show. It's uh, It's been a
2: really good one. I'm glad I could help <laughs> you for the a for, um, few questions because yeah, you don't have a lot of Michael mains, um around um, Dead by Daylight.
0: Well, that was a great interview. If you want to hear more interviews like this, then please subscribe. You can either go to intothefodcast.com or just search on your favorite podcasting app if you want to listen for more. For people on Apple Podcasts, why not give us a review? And for people on Spotify, why not give us a rating? It really does help. This interview was recorded on patch 6.1.3. I would like to thank Fashala for agreeing to do the interview and for everything else, myself and Topher. All links will be in the description of the podcast and we hope you have a great day.